Welcome to Orla Ministries, where this is a Holy Spirit-led podcast. Good day to you. My name is Claire Carter, and I'm your host on this journey of becoming a disciple of Christ. The Lord had placed on my heart to share with you all this morning the lesson, Jesus died so I could live. So let's turn to the Father in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this new fresh day. We thank you for your new mercies. We thank you for seeing fit that you were to wake us up, breathing your breath of life into our lungs. And we thank you. We thank you for your blessed son, Jesus, and his perfect, precious blood, the the eternal life blood, that salvation blood. And we thank you for that. We thank you for him. We thank you for all that he endured, all that he went through for us. We thank you for the Holy Spirit that is here with us. We thank you for what the Holy Spirit provides, which is your guidance, your love, your instruction, direction, the fruits of your spirit. And we thank you, Heavenly Father, for all these things. We welcome you, Holy Spirit, onto this podcast, into every home, ear, heart, mind, and vessel. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are here with us in our presence because the Lord and your word, it tells us when two or three are gathered together, you are in our presence. So we welcome you, Holy Spirit. We thank you. We honor and we glorify you, Heavenly Father. We ask that you bless every heart, bless every listener, bless them, Father God, whatever their need may be the purpose of them calling in, Father God, allow that need to be met. Whatever it is, Father God, we know that you are in divine power, Father God. We know that you are all powerful, almighty, and we trust in you and your word in your precious and glorious name, Jesus, Yeshua. Amen. 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 So the lesson to share this morning is Jesus died so I could live. So today we're going to make this personal. Today we're going to look at what Christ has done for you, what Christ has done for me. What does it mean that he died so I could live? We're going to read in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 today out of the New Living Translation. And it reads by starting off with, For we know that when this earthly tent we live in is taken down, that is, when we die and leave this earthly body, we will have a house in heaven, an eternal body made for us by God himself and not by human hands. So the the word of God is telling us that this physical fleshly body that we're in right now, this is not something that we're going to be in all ways. This is not something that we are going to take up to heaven with us. This is a temporary, a rent, if you will, rent me (laughs) body that we are utilizing here on this earth. So we want to make sure we're taking care of it because we're basically borrowing it. We're borrowing this body here on this earth. And once we have taken our last breath here, or once the heavens crack open and Jesus returns, our bodies will be lifted up and we will be turned into, our spirits will be lifted up. We will be turned into new heavenly bodies. We will receive receive not turn into excuse me we will receive new heavenly bodies and so reading on it tells us we grow weary in our present bodies and we long to put on our heavenly bodies like new clothing for we will put on heavenly bodies we will not be spirits without bodies while we live in these earthly bodies we groan and sigh but it's not that we want to die and get rid of these bodies that clothe us Rather, we want to put on our new bodies so that these dying bodies will be swallowed up by life. God himself has prepared for us this, and as a guarantee, he has given us his Holy Spirit. 
So we are always confident, even though we know that as long as we live in these bodies, we are not at home with the Lord. For if, for excuse me, we live by believing and not by seeing. So with these physical bodies here, yes, we feel the weariness. We feel the heaviness of the world. Our bodies break. Our bodies, um, they, they become sick. Our bodies become bruised and damaged. However, the Holy Spirit living inside of us maintains us. So that way, when this earthly body here is done, we can reside in these new heavenly, beautiful, um, created bodies that the the lord has awaiting for us and and i pause on that because when i said beautiful created it just if we think about this world that the lord has created the the trees and the sky and the birds and and the flowers and all these beautiful things that we can see that we can touch he can you just imagine this amazing body that he has created for us I'm just so excited. I mean, it's like if you get a new pair of shoes or a new outfit, how do you feel? You feel fresh. You feel new. You're like, man, I'm looking good. So just imagine to be in that constant state of feeling so fresh and so new. So reading on verse eight. Yes, we are fully confident and we would rather be away from these earthly bodies for then we will be at home with the Lord. For whether we are here in this body or away from this body, our goal is to please him. For we must all stand before Christ to be judged. We will each receive whatever we deserve for the good or evil we have done in this earthly body. So this means that what we need to do and I truly encourage each and every one of us, including myself, to take time to examine your life. Take time to look at what am I doing with this body? What am I doing? Am I using, abusing it? Am I misusing it? Am I um, damaging it in some way? Am I, you know, putting things inside my body that could cause um, illnesses or or cause things to shut down? What am I doing? I am held accountable for everything that I do with this body here. And so we want to be acceptable living sacrifices to the Lord. Our body should remain holy for God is holy. So he wants us to take care of these bodies. He doesn't want us to, to bruise them all up, beat them all up, damage them. We're liable, we're responsible, we're accountable for all of the things that we do here. What we say, what we don't say, what we do, what we don't do, how we act, what we get ourselves involved with, the places we go. So I encourage all of us that we need to examine ourselves to see have we truly lived a life for Christ? Is our mindset on loving and speaking and living like Jesus did when he was here on this earth? Or are we living for Satan? Are we conforming to this world and its lustful pleasures? Are we so busy with materialistic things and getting this and having that? Or are we taking the time to stop and pray? Are we taking the time that every morning that the Lord allows our eyes to open and breath to be placed in our lungs? Are we taking that time to say, thank you, Lord, for giving me this new day. Thank you, Lord, for giving me a new opportunity 
to get it right with you, Lord, that we're not living for the world. We're not living to meet up to the expectations of the world, but we're living to meet up to the expectations of our Heavenly Father. Verse 11, because we understand our fearful responsibility to the Lord, we work hard to persuade others. God knows we are sincere, and I hope you know this too. Are we commending or praising ourselves to you again? No, we are giving you a reason to be proud of us so you can answer those who brag about having a spectacular ministry rather than having a sincere heart. If it seems we are crazy, it is to bring glory to God. And if we are in our right minds, it is for your benefit. So what these verses are actually saying here, it's our responsibility to share the love of Jesus with others. It is our responsibility to let people know that they are loved. You are loved. I'm so grateful that the Lord had placed the name of this ministry as you are loved ministries because that's what God is. God is love and he wants us to know that we are loved. And it's stating in the scriptures here, are we doing this? Are we sharing Jesus? Are we being kind to others? Are we having a mindset and loving like Jesus? Are we doing these things because our hearts are sincere? Or so we can say, oh, wow, we have so many members of the congregation. Or, oh, wow, we go here and we do this. But it's not for the glory of God. It's for selfish intent. It's to say, to brag upon out what our ministry does. Anytime that a ministry, that a pastor, that a congregation is not giving glory to God for what is taking place, that is, then they are doing it for selfish intent. Anything we do at You Are Love Ministries, we give God all the glory. To God be the glory that we were able, by His strength, to hand out backpacks to those children that needed school supplies. To God be the glory that He made it uh, work out. So we were able to hand out backpacks with hygiene products and snacks and, and socks and different things that people in need needed. To God be the glory that we have this podcast. To God be the glory that there is a website. To God be the glory that we have a prayer circle. To God be the glory. It's all for His glory, not for us, not for our intentions, but to glorify God with a sincere heart. Read it on verse 14. Either way, Christ's love controls us since we believe that Christ died for all. We also believe that we have all died to our old life. He died for everyone so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves. Instead, they will live for Christ who, was, who died and was raised for them. So Jesus died so I could live. That means that Claire's old self has died. Claire's old self has been crucified. I no longer live in the thought process of the selfishness of Claire. Now I now am renewed by the mind of Christ. I'm renewed by receiving him into my life. He died on that cross so we could be free. He died on that cross so we can actually live. There are so many people that are walking around that are dead. And what does that mean? That means that they are not living their life to the fullest. They're not actually truly living because they are held dead within sin. They are held dead within bondage by Satan. And those 
that are of Christ, those that have truly believed, those that have received Christ into their life, receive salvation and are living their life out for Christ, those are the ones that are truly alive. Jesus's blood was shed so that we could live. Jesus's blood was shed so that we could be free. The only way you could truly live is if you're free. Verse 16. So we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. At one time, we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view. How differently we know him now. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. So that means that we are redeemed. We, we have regained, released, or have been bought with a price. We have a new opportunity to live this life out that our mistakes, our sins, the things that we used to do are all washed away because the Lord says that he takes our sins and throws them as far as the east is from the west and he remembers them no more. That's how we are new. See, people will remember what we did in our past. They like to bring it up and stick it in our face. Oh, Claire used to go here and she used to do that. Oh, you should have checked her out. Yes, I admit, I used to be really good at being bad until I received Christ in my life. And he had changed me and made me new. You won't find me in the places that I used to go. You won't see me doing the things that I used to do behind closed doors or in the light. Those things will not take place. Why? Because my mind and heart have been renewed in Christ Jesus. Verse 18, and all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering of our sin, so that we could be made right with God through Christ. Amen. So this all, this salvation, Jesus dying on the cross, this has been a gift for, for us. A gift, not something that we have to pay in return or repay. He's done this. He's bought us with the price. He's given his life so we can be free, so we can live, so we can be reconciled with our heavenly father. That there's no more um, confession booths that we have to sit in and speak to a, a priest about and tell him our sins. And he tells us to do uh, Hail Marys and our fathers. It's not about that. The veil has been broken. There's no longer us needing to go to anyone except Jesus. We don't have to go to anyone to be forgiven for sins. We don't have to sacrifice the lamb and the bullock and the goat. We no longer have to do these things. We go directly to the source. The Lord has reconciled us with him once again through the blood of Jesus so that we could live. We could live in freedom. We can live in joy. We can live in peace. We can live in faithfulness. We can live in self-control. We can live with kindness and goodness because these are the fruits of the spirit that he has provided for us through his son, Jesus. And by his blood, we are no longer captive to sin. We are only captivated by Jesus's love. 
So Heavenly Father, we thank you so much. We thank you so much for this day. We thank you so much for loving us. We thank you that you, Jesus, Yeshua, died so we could be free. So we can truly understand the meaning of what it is to live and live a life more abundantly. That's what your word tells us. And we we captivate that into our hearts. We receive that into our hearts and our minds on this day. And we thank you for your life. We thank you for your blood. We thank you for the sacrifice of you being the ultimate lamb. Thank you, Jesus, Yeshua, thank you. We love and honor and glorify you for this freedom. We love and glorify and honor you that we are no longer conformed to this world, that we don't live by the way of Satan. We don't live by the way of death, but we live by the way of you, Jesus, and your life. And we thank you, Heavenly Father, for reconciling us to you again. Thank you. You are worthy to be praised. We glorify and honor you, Heavenly Father, Jesus, Yeshua, and Holy Spirit in your precious mighty name, Jesus. Amen. 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 So thank you so much for joining us on this day. If there is one of you out there that would like to know Jesus as your personal Savior, is there? if there's one of you that would say, today I heard the word and I heard that Jesus died so I could live and I want this Jesus in my life, today is always a great day to give your life to Christ today. How do I do that, you ask? You read Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. That if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that Christ died on the cross and on the third day God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Confess your sins to Jesus. Pour your life out to him. Go before his throne. Cry out in prayer and just talk to him. Release it all out and he'll take that away from you and he'll fill you with the fruits of his spirit. Once you do that, you want to make sure that you're praying daily, that you're reading the word of God daily to receive more of him to fill you up because you will be emptied out of all your sin and he's going to fill you up with peace. So Father, fill them up with peace and love and joy. Those that have given their life to you today, that you take and remove their sins away from them and you fill them up with your love and joy and peace, your kindness and goodness and self-control, Father God that they will look to you and pray daily and have that conversation with you daily, that they will read your word daily so they can truly understand and know who you are in their life. And we welcome you, Holy Spirit, into their life. Activate Holy Spirit as you did on the day of Pentecost. Allow your living waters to flow through them. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 So if you prayed along with that prayer, if you are crying out, giving your sins over today is a great day that you have done that. Now the angels rejoice in heaven and we glorify God here on this day with you today. So thank you so much. You you are living a life now. The, the walk for Christ is not for the weak, but for the warrior. So you will face trials. You will face tribulations, but hold on to God's unchanging hand. Pray and cry out to him in your time of need. Pray and cry out to him on a daily basis. He is our heavenly father. He loves you. Congratulations that you've given your life today. A new day has begun your old self has fallen away. Your old self is diminished and long gone. And now today is the day that your life is renewed. So congratulations to you. If there's anyone that has given your life to Christ, 
and you have backslidden. Today is a great day to repent. That means to turn from your wicked ways, cry out, give it all to Christ, and he will renew you and fill you. And in doing so, pray daily, read your scriptures daily. And I encourage each and every one of you to, to take part of in a, in a Bible-believing, Holy Spirit-led ministry lesson so that you can learn about who Christ is in the word and the truth. By your blood, we are set free. So thank you so much for joining us. If you uh, uh, repented today, to God be all the glory. Congratulations to you. Keep your mind and heart set. Remember, God has never left us. We are the ones that walk away from him. And when we come back to him and we repent, he's there with open arms, just like with the father and the prodigal son. Thank you so much for joining us. Remember, you can find us on the World Wide Web at yourloveministries.us. You can also find us on our Facebook and Instagram page. Please look for the heart with the cross through it. Thank you so much for joining us. Until next time, you are loved. Thank you.